Competing is a whirlwind. Competing is something that we don't just do for fun. It's a challenge and it will challenge you on every aspect of your life. Mental, physical, well-being, relationships, you name it. Competing is a complex topic and competing is something that I think not everyone should be doing. It's not something that you just jump into for fun or to to try and get abs. Competing is a big process and it can impact your life on so many levels, whether it positively shapes your life or negatively impacts your life. I think mostly for me, it positively shaped my life. Hello and welcome to the Female Health Show. My name is Raquel and we're going to be talking about competing today. This is a two-part podcast episode series whatever you want to call it this episode we're talking about before and during show things and episode two which is part two we'll be talking about the post comp and considerations to take into account in a lot of detail um, which will include health and money and financial type side of things now i do want to say a big shout out to everyone who has messaged me and been supporting me um, sliding into my dms asking me questions and sharing their ideas i have absolutely loved it and i'm so glad that i've started this podcast because being able to connect with more of you and more often um, makes me feel so good now i must I must say a huge shout out to Sarah Chambers, who left a five-star review on my podcast. Ladies, oh my gosh, that, that's made my day. So if you also are enjoying this podcast, please do a review, please comment, um, leave something that I can share as well and shout you out as well, because that'll help me and my podcast. And if it helps you out as well, then 100%, I will share it. Now, I was going to do a whole bunch of questions for you to answer yourself and like figure out, you know, is competing something that you really want to do? And it asked, there's a lot of them, there's heaps of things to consider. But I think I'll go through my story first. And then at the end, you can find out all the questions and things that may help you uh, figure out whether competing is something that you want to do or help you at least understand the process of competing and, and whether or not it's actually a, the right decision for you. So let's just jump into my story. So before I was competing, um, I was working three different jobs. So I was a group fitness instructor. I worked at three different gyms. I also was a part-time project officer at a council-run gym, which was fun. And I also was running my own booty building programs for about 10 online clients. So I had my hands full. Not only that, but I was also juggling a degree of Bachelor of Health Science. I was studying a major, I was majoring in public health and I was also doing my diploma of nutrition. So I could speak to my clients in more detail about nutrition. Now, I didn't realize obviously how busy I was and how challenging that already was. So I added in another challenge and I wanted to compete. Now, I was thinking about competing for about three years prior. I thought it was something that would I would never be able to do. I said I would never be able to do that because my food relationship is so bad. I remember saying that um, crystal clear. And I think that year I just wanted a challenge. I was overseeing myself and I thought I just want to look like I train. I want to look good and I want to feel good. And I thought competing was going to be the answer. Um, and rest assured, I can tell you that now it did did not solve anything. Um, I wanted to experience the competing process as well. So I thought that this would be a good challenge. I met with a coach and Carla completely changed my life, uh, to say the least. Uh, she, she was amazing and I only have good things to say about Carla. So I admired the hard work ethic of a lot of athletes and I had also had my own life experiences where life had pushed me. And I realized that through struggle, there is reward. And so I wanted it. So I wanted to do it. So I did it. And 
I must say the whole process was a whirlwind. I, my mental health, my physical health, my emotional health um, were on the decline. Like during comp, it was the hardest thing that I've ever had to do and I've ever put myself through. So, and I think, I think if you've ever competed before, you'll understand it just really takes away everything because you're so disciplined and you're so focused on this process and competing that it just, you don't really have time for anything else. There's no time to socialize really. Like honestly, there's no real, there's no enjoyment in socializing. Now, I don't know if this is because I was a first time competitor and as a first time competitor, everything's new and you don't really know what to expect. So I really like took myself away from all that. I know some competitors or first-time competitors who really still keep their social side and really struggle with the competing side because they can't get out of that social setting and they just want to be more social and look really good but at the same time they're juggling their mental health and their food relationships and it's a disaster so for me separating myself from my social life and really just staying in my lane was the best thing because it worked and it helped me get the success that I did for a first-time competitor Now, prior to uh, comp, my food relationship was pretty good. Like, I don't think it was bad, but I was eating a lot of soy, dairy, and gluten. I wasn't tracking. I really didn't understand calories and macros. I estimated my food, so I I didn't use scales. I just estimated approximately this, but I was definitely way off. I remember... I actually logged an entry in my app. I use uh, my Samsung Health app, which I find quite beneficial. And I was eating about 38 grams of protein in 2015. And now I eat about 148 grams of protein, which is a huge difference. It's about a fifth of what I'm eating now. So, um, yeah, I I don't think it was a bad food relationship I had, but it definitely wasn't as uh, spot on as you know, with meal prepping and understanding the weights of food. And I definitely wasn't doing that. I actually was nicknamed the garbage bin in my household because I would finish anyone's plate. I didn't want to waste food. And that's just who I was. Um, it was just who, as, how I'd grown up. Um, we don't waste food. We eat food. Anyway, so also prior to comp, my training was really good. Like I was training five to six days a week already. So nothing really changed there. I mean, I was doing 10 classes on top of that. So I was used to being in the gym. I was used to spending a lot of time in the gym and that was nothing that was going to change for me because I was going to be spending more time in the gym. Little did I know. Again, like I said, social settings were really limited and my ability to actually enjoy the company of others was really sucky. Um, it just felt like a drag, like it was really hard. And people would comment and say, you know, you look really good. And I inside, I'd be feeling absolutely like crap. I'd, I'd be dying. And then sometimes my family would be like, you know, are you OK? You know, you look really skinny. And I'm like, yeah, this is this is part of the process. And they'd offer me food. And I'm like, no, I can't eat that. And that would make it really frustrating for me because I don't want to have to explain myself 700 times why I can't eat that food. And so for my grandma, especially, that was really hard for her to understand. And then post-comp process, (laughs) she was happy because I could eat anything. (laughs) Um, Anyway, that's just like, you know, family things. I'm sure some of you can relate. So during the process, I also visualized a whole heap of stuff. Like I would set intentions and goals every single week. So whatever I was really lacking in or wasn't finding comfortable or was struggling with, I would write a goal and intention list every single week in order to keep me focused and keep me focusing on what I need to work on, my weaknesses. So whether I was struggling with um, posing transitions, food prep ideas, how to make my food a little more interesting, um, 
my mood or mood elevator like quotes and stuff or something sometimes Carla would say like one word liners that would really stick with me so I'd write them on my paper and, and remember that and they were just words of encouragement to keep me focused and keep me in line um and I definitely had a first place symbol on all the papers and goal and intention sheets I was writing on because that way it was going to keep me focused as well to um just 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 get to where I wanted to be so at the time, like when I first met Carla, it wasn't to place. Like my, my intention wasn't to win. It was to look better, feel better, and also give it give it a good shot at competing and see what it's actually about. But as I got through the process, I realized that I actually was doing all the work in order to get there. So I started to think, well, someone has to place. Why not me? And I would actually walk on the treadmill and I'd be you know, doing my walk and trying to slow my walk down and figure out how I'm going to walk on stage. And I'd be visualizing the audience, the judges, the auditorium, just thinking about being there with all the lights on, and my bikini on, and what I'm going to look like, how I'm going to have my hair. It's really weird when you start to visualize something so it feels like reality, like it feels so real. And that was what I did for five months, maybe a little bit less because the first couple of weeks I wasn't really like like into the number one place. I was like, no, I'm just doing it for experience. Um, but no, after about six or eight weeks, I was like, nope, this is this is 100%. I'm going to place. And I did. I, I placed in m- all my categories. The process itself encompasses a lot of masculine energy. And I think that this is actually quite necessary. So the masculine energy is a lot about doing busy mode. My body just needs to go. There's not really any rest or relax. Um, and I think that's actually quite important in a competing sense, because when you think about it, Uh, feminine energy is quite sensitive and sometimes we can be quite vulnerable and in times of stressful situations especially when you compete that's not what you need you don't want to be soft and sensitive and and trying to be gentle you need to be a little bit rough and and strong and frank and blunt and competitive because that's what's going to get you to the top level to be a top competitor it takes a lot of discipline and there's no room for emotions so that masculine energy is what's going to keep propelling you forward keep you going and i think that's actually quite necessary and when you look at a lot of top competitors and pro athletes their energy in general when they start competing is masculine because they need to just go they have a lot of things to do they got a lot of things they need to apply themselves they've got their own businesses usually and they just are in that do mode and when they come out of a a post-comp those pros they know how to handle themselves but at the same time during the process they do suffer there is some of that you know for females especially the female competitors there is that i can't believe i did that um, and that sense of overwhelm that it's over that i can actually relax now and you see a lot of competitors cry and get really emotional because they put themselves through hell to get there and that masculine energy took over. So now they have the time to actually relax and sit in their feminine energy and have a glass of wine and, you know, cry if they need to and be sensitive if they they need to. Um, I think it's really interesting. And I think the process of competing, you know, exposes this energy so much. And I found myself, especially when I lost my period, I found myself in that masculine energy quite often. There were times where I was very sensitive and times where I would cry. And I remember sitting outside of the gym for about half an hour and I was FaceTiming Jordan and I was there for half an hour talking to him. And I was like, I can't, I can't go in the gym. I just can't do this. This is so hard. 
And he's like, no, babe, you just just get up. Like, you're just going to get in there and just start moving around and you'll find it so easy. And we just sat there and we, we had a conversation. It wasn't all about competing. But he's like, you know, you look really tired. You know, just just take it easy. You know, don't don't push yourself if you don't need to. You know, maybe today you just need to lay it off a little bit. Do the session, but just go a little lighter. And I did. And that's what kept, going, get, kept me going as well. Knowing when to pull back a little bit and then go hard a little bit. But at the same time, if I was to do it again, I would understand and what to expect. So as a first time competitor, that was tough. It was a tough experience. Um, And I wasn't used to being in that masculine energy all the time and not having my period, which, um, you know, we got to understand, ladies, estrogen is a stress buffer. Estrogen allows us to hit PBs. So when we're ovulating that 14 day mark ish, that is when we can be at the most peak of our performance in the gym. And when we are in our luteal phase, in our second week of our luteal phase, as well as when we're menstruating, the estrogen is the lowest and progesterone is also lowest. Our ability to handle stressful situations because of that lack of estrogen is not going to be as good as it would normally be. And progesterone is actually a balancing and calming mood and a mood regulator. So if we don't have that and we lose our period, not only do we lose our stress buffer from estrogen and our ability to build lean muscle tissue because estrogen is also anabolic in nature, so it's building muscle, but Our ability to handle our moods and our mood swings is also low because our progesterone is not there either. So not having my period wasn't helpful, even though it was easy because I didn't have to worry about show day, having my period and all this stuff. At the same time, I wanted my period because it allowed me to handle my life so much easier. Now, something that I would never do again is prep in winter. It was the fucking worst thing I've ever done. Um, It was freezing. I had to have triple layers on constantly. Like I used to work in a gym and that gym was freezing inside in the winter. I was raining, cold. I was shivering. And because I was such a, at a, such a low body fat level, my skin was just dry and I never, ever, ever felt warm enough. So I would never prep in winter and having to do my steps and my cardio. And I used to wake up, I think in the last like two months, I would wake up at five o'clock in the morning, go to the gym, do my cardio in the morning, I'd go home, eat, I would work, I'd come back to the gym, I'd train, I'd go back home, do my steps. So by the time it was about one o'clock, two o'clock, I'd finally have enough time to relax. But no, I'd start work again at five o'clock. So I'd have a couple hours to relax, study, do some cram something in there, go back to um, the, the gym and work. So, you know, my, my whole day was wrapped around exercise, you know, 90% of my day and then going to the gym I'd make up my steps because I'd be walking on my feet so that's still part of my training prep and then I'd come home eat meal prep for the next day do a little bit of studying sleep so my day I had nothing to give there was nothing else I could possibly fit in in that time meal prepping I must say wasn't hard like I found it quite easy to do I think the hardest thing was if I didn't have my food prepped and I didn't bring my food with me because I didn't think I was going to be at a place for so long, then I'd have to backlog my food. Like I'd have to wait. And the hardest part was in the morning, especially as I got leaner, I would start to feel sick. I remember I would start my shifts sometimes at the gym at about 5.30 a.m. and I wouldn't get a break or I wouldn't I wouldn't bring my food. I'm like, I'll just eat when I get home because I used to live five minutes away. And so I'd wait till about nine o'clock, 9.30 until I got home and I would actually be feeling sick on my shift and 
every time I drank water, it made it worse. And I think in the last couple of weeks, my supervisor manager, I told her, I'm like, I feel so sick. Like I'm going to throw up. She goes, yeah, you look really ill. She's like, go, go in the office and go have a tea. I had a tea. It kind of helped. And she's like, if you feel sick, you can go home. I was like, no, I'm going to do the shift. Um, but I need to, I need to eat something. And I had to find something to eat. It was so hard. Um, especially towards the end like you just it's just such a low body fat you're so you're just right at the finish line and you just got to keep pushing through and all these things start popping up um that you didn't think were going to happen and you didn't expect so if you do decide to compete make sure you do talk to the coach that you are seeing and ask them lots of questions so that you can understand what the process really does involve and you know listen to this podcast again and at the end i am going to have a lot of questions that you can even ask the coach yourself and, and figure out a map for you i was literally the luckiest woman in the whole entire world at that time i felt like because jordan was my rock he never took anything personal we didn't have any arguments and i was actually shocked because i thought it would harm our relationship in some way because it was such a grueling process for me and i couldn't really do anything um, outside of competing like going out to enjoy a dinner we had to go to movies and i'd bring my tupperware um it was really quite boring and I remember Googling like activities to do with your partner when comp prep and some things came up, but it was nothing like as fun as it could have been. I don't know. Anyway. And so he was just my rock and he was amazing. There was no complaints. There was no arguments. There was no real bad stick out situations ever. I can't even think of a time that we fought. He was just full of support, full of love, care, um, compassion. He was ed- egging me on like all the time and you know he wanted me to s- succeed. So He was amazing. And I think if you do compete, you need to have people around you who aren't going to take anything personal as well Um, and make sure they understand what you are doing. Tell them what you're doing so they are aware. I want to end it. Oh, actually, no, we can't end it yet just yet. I've got to talk to you about some questions to ask. Now you can pause the show as I go and answer them in your own time or you can. I might actually leave the questions in the show notes as well. So you can copy and paste and ask yourself these as well. So I'm just going to read the questions. Uh, some things you need to ask yourself are your reasons why. Why do you want to compete? How much money and time do you have to dedicate to this? What are you really willing to sacrifice? Are you sacrificing time with your children? Socializing with friends? Can you give up your alcohol? Are you aware your mood and libido will decrease? Are you able and willing to spend thousands of dollars on this process? Which I'll detail in more in episode two. What's your current nutrition like? What diet are you on or have you meal prep before? Do you understand portion sizes? Are you a binge eater? Does any of your food habits right now allow you to live a long and sustainable lifestyle? What's your work commitments like? Do you have a regular period? Are you aware you may lose your period for a time? Training wise, do you currently train four to five days per week? What type of training are you doing? Do you have any experience lifting weights? Are you able to do upwards of 10K steps every single day? Do you have support networks around you that are understanding and empathetic towards your process? Those are just some basic questions that you can ask yourself to really map out your journey or whether or not competing is for you. This process is not something that you just do for fun or to get abs. This process is more than just abs. It's a complete change in your whole lifestyle for a period of time. The work ethic, the drive, the passion to compete must be pre-existing. You must really want to do this to try it. And you must understand the full repercussions of competing and your choices that you make during comp. 
It is vital you understand that this is not something that you do just for fun or to try. You must have a genuine interest in competing, I think. And I don't think that this is for everyone. I think, A, if this is something that you can do constantly, it's for your business or you have the genetic disposition to continually compete. You need to go back to your why. Why does competing really mean that much to you? And if you just say simply because you want to look better, you can do a photo shoot prep. You can go meet a coach, you can change your habits altogether and your body will look fucking amazing. Competing is simply something completely different and extreme end of dieting. It's constantly a mindfuck of I'm not lean enough. The, it, it kills the vibe of competing because you constantly compare yourself to pro level athletes. Because if you see competing as a potential business tool, you've got to understand the level of the person that you're looking at. The pro level athlete who has followers or a million followers on Instagram, who gets sponsorships and gets to go and do cool things, they've used this as a business tool and they also have the money and the resources to constantly do it as well as the genetic disposition to keep competing. As well as they most likely are not natural, which is why they are not natural federations and that's completely fine. This is why they are there. What I am saying is don't compare yourself to pro-level athletes or people who can constantly compete and look amazing and lean and beautiful and strong because they are completely different to you. And you need to understand that and make sure you are fully aware of who you're comparing yourself to. And you shouldn't be comparing yourself to anyone, anyone else's success or their chapter 36 because you might just be starting on your chapter one. And that might sound really cliched, but it's so true. You can't compare the success of somebody else who has competed 36 times to you competing once. You can even relate this to people who diet for the first time. Dieting is tricky. It's complex. It's hard. And it's not the same for everybody. So I think you can't do it for fun. It's more than just abs. It must be well thought out before you compete. If you do want to try it, try it by all means, but realize that this experience is hard. And if you ever think that it's too much, talk to your coach about it and make sure your coach is aware of what you're actually feeling and thinking as well. I would never change anything that I did threw me in the deep end and I absolutely loved it. Now I love it. Back then I didn't. (laughs) Disclaimer alert. It taught me so much about myself and I learned so much about the world of fitness and the fitness industry as well. I think I'm going to leave it there. I'm pretty happy with this podcast. This is the longest podcast that I've done and I'm pretty I'm pretty proud. Like this was hard to do. I've actually recorded this several times and I think this is the best one that I've done. I just didn't know how to present this to everyone and I'm I'm happy with this. So, if you would love to let me know if you actually enjoy this or you have any questions about what I said or if you would like more explanation on anything perhaps let me know slide into my dms and let me know you can find me at the female health show on instagram or at PT on instagram as well I look forward to seeing your messages your reviews your thoughts on this podcast and I can't wait to do part two thanks for listening bye